Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meet the Masters, only on Wedding Podcast Network. My name is Robert Allen, and today on our Meet the Masters program, we're joined by Patty Stracker, who is the show manager for the National Stationery Show. Hi, Patty. Good morning. Very excited to have you as part of the show. We got to formally meet just a couple of weeks ago at the 21st Century Bride event, and we were really taken by what you what you brought to to the event in terms of support and and felt that the information that you can provide our listeners is so important uh, in terms of a life stage event like a wedding. But before we get into the nuts and bolts of all this, why don't you give our listeners just a little sense of of who you are? Give us a little bit of a background on Patty Stracker. Thank you. Um, I've been with the show for 23 years. My background is in journalism and event planning, and after a seven-year stint in Washington planning events for movie studios, I decided to sink my teeth into the greeting card industry through the Greeting Card Association, and it was through that role as Director of Communications that I got to know my current employer, GLM, and attended my first national stationery show in 1989, and simultaneously met the man I'm now married to, Uh, and for him, I moved to New York and was um, recruited by GLM to run the show eventually, And, and so... It's a history that spans many, many years, and um, it's been a lot of fun. Well, you know, the National Stationery Show is is one of those uh, iconic kind of shows that come to New York that um, really does, you know, especially in, in weddings and, 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 of course, across uh, many other uh, industries, um, has such a big impact. You know, it's such a kind of has such a presence to it, and, and we've been uh, lucky enough to, to be at the show and, and report on it um, this year. 2011. Uh, it's taking place again at the Jacob Javits Center between May 15th and 18th. Tell our listeners a little bit about, you know, what is the National Stationery Show? Encapsulate that for us. Um, the National Stationery Show is the annual business event for manufacturers of social stationery. And that, that's a broad term encompassing primarily greeting cards, custom invitations, specialty papers, gift wrapping, packaging, and now, as things have evolved uh, in in home decor, the home office decorative elements that sort of personalize it and 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 make it beautiful. Yeah. Um, the invitation piece is incredibly important, and it's one of the core categories in the show. Um, and the invitations focus on a lot of different life events, but of primary focus is weddings. Um, and so there's a, a broad variety of manufacturers of custom invitations and the other categories I mentioned that actually present here in their full collections. The new products and trends are held to debut at the National Stationery Show because retailers from across the country and around the world, retailers meaning stores, brick and mortar, home-based, as well as online, come to see the latest releases so that they can bring those to their customers. Yeah. And and just so our listeners know, we actually we have a, you know, a good mix of of both uh consumers and professionals. This is a, a for the trade. Absolutely. So you, you can't just walk in off the street and I wouldn't recommend certainly as a bride you ever enter there because it could send you into shock <laughs> to see just how much is there. Uh but this is where the people that you go to uh as a consumer go to find what they will show you. And um, it really is the latest and greatest uh, um, of of product. But let's let's talk about 
um, weddings for, for a moment here, uh, in particular. And, and I think when, uh, you, you initially think about weddings and stationery, it's just the invitation that pops into your head. But that's the furthest thing from, from what it really is. I mean, it really goes so much, so far beyond just the invitation. What should we be thinking about when you, when you hear wedding stationery? There really is a lot of different layers to a life event like a wedding. And it, it can, can be as simple as the actual event and maybe the rehearsal dinner the night before. But it has become so much more. And it begins often with a save the date that can go out up to a year, even a year and a half in advance because people are so busy and their calendars book up early. Um, save the date gets it on the calendar, and it also kind of sets the stage and creates a little bit of excitement. Um, certainly the invitation and all of the components that go with the invitation, whether it's the hotel information or it's the reservation card or it's maybe even your, your meal preferences, um, and, and that has a lot of different looks and feels. But then there's the bachelor parties, the showers, the bachelorette parties, the dinner the night before, rehearsal dinner, the brunch, um, any and all such events that can create not just um, set the stage for the, the actual event, but the whole weekend um, and, and the different events that come with that. Then, of course, during the event, there could be the place cards. There often is. Um, the menu card. There could be a program that, that talks about who's in the bridal party, and it may highlight um, some, some beautiful words between the bride and groom um, and other such features. You know, when I think about stationery and, and wedding, I, I think it's truly one of the ways that you can express what you're all about as a couple, certainly, to other people. You know, it kind of becomes almost the face of the wedding in a sense, because that's what people will see. And quite often, you know, at, you, you know, when you mention a save the date, that's kind of the very first impression, right. you know, and, and, and of course there's, you know, sometimes no right or wrong answers, but in your opinion, is it important? Do you think that there's some sort of uh, thematic element that carries from, you know, save the date to the invitation to the printed collateral at a wedding how important is that continuity, or is it important at all? Well, I think the answer to that is an individual one. Um, I think most schools of thought would lean in favor of a common feel, um, a mood, a common font, a common, you know, paper stock, and, and um, just overall presentation. If it's disparate, it may mean that one of the events is, is just really out of the the general feeling, and then it should take on the, co the quality, the characteristic, the personality of that event. But for the most part, they generally have a common look and feel. And, and you know, I, I've been, in as a guy that I am from my facial hair, uh, I know that. In your voice. Uh, in my voice. <laughs> um, you know, I don't always get it as a guy, you know, about how important it is. And, and sometimes... You know, I kind of oversimplify things and say, well, how hard could, could this be? But, you know, really taking a step back and looking at it, it's, it could be daunting, you know, and, and I think the, the, the knee jerk reaction for a lot of couples today is, is they're going to undertake everything for the wedding themselves. They're going to micromanage. They're right. going to make all these decisions. They're going to do their research. But stationary is one of the things I think that 
couples really benefit from working with a professional, someone who's seasoned, someone who can direct them through the clutter of, of things. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I hope we have time for, for me to communicate. Go right ahead. Thoughts. I mean, to <laughs> me, it's it's as overwhelming as going to the cereal aisle in the grocery store where you say, oh, my gosh, I, I just too many choices. I can't deal with it. I need somebody to help me edit down based on who we are as a couple, what we want, our stage in life, where we're from, um, you know, is our first wedding, is it our second, third wedding, and so forth. And and that comes with um, an expert who spent many, many years understanding um, the the way to help focus the couple um, to make the right choices to suit their budget, um, the, the, the size of their wedding, the venue, and so forth. And I think that Working with that person begins with starting a relationship that can can grow into many other aspects of the life of the couple as they buy a house, as they have children, um, as they celebrate those occasions and so forth. And, and really, the relationship is quite consultative because there, there is a myriad of choices and there's a myriad of ways to... Um, design, manufacture, embellish. Um, there's a myriad of, of steps to actually placing the order and producing it, proofing it. There's so many different steps. So it's really not so much that you're a guy. It's that until you enter into the process, because there's a lot of you know, husbands-to-be that are very much a part of the planning, the decision-making, the vibe, the whole thing. Um, until you get into it, male or female, it's really hard to anticipate all of the different decisions you're going to have to make. And, and often it starts with the first conversation where that consultant, retailer, home-based business is going to ask questions about the couple, who they are, what they want, what other elements are they planning for their wedding, and have they given thought to X, Y, and Z, and all of those things that aren't intuitive to the couple is intuitive to the person who's the planner, who's the um, service provider. So it's very, very helpful and beneficial. Yeah, I, I know. And, and, and certainly, you know, everyone has been in, in stores and in places where you, you see these, you know, these books of, of, of stationery. And, you know, how could anyone assume, that, you know, just how would you even pick without, without the guidance? But one of the things that surprised me most about when I went to the stationery show with Holly, and we're going again this year, um, is how much touch played into the whole thing. Like you think about something like an invitation where it's all about, well, you're going to look at it, you're reading it. But I found myself walking the show and touching, picking it up and right. feeling how it, you know, how heavy it is in your hands or how it just, it feels and, and, you know, it comes down to the paper, what it's printed on. Um, talk about some of the choices that couples have now in terms of, of what actually gets printed on paper. There are so many different choices um, out there, some of which are misunderstood as not being environmentally um, appropriate. But most of the paper um, breaks down into uh, materials that are 100% environmentally friendly and are, by the way, manufactured in facilities that are green based on solar energy and based on how they process their waste and so forth. But 
you know, there's really a, a range of papers that are, are manufactured in traditional mills um, that are manufactured from bamboo and pulp and um, other materials that once finished feel like a magnificent piece of, of handmade, hand-pressed paper. Um, companies like Crane & Company uh, or William Arthur on the high end of the spectrum have papers that, that they make themselves and um, are, are edged in a way that, that looks luxurious and, and magnificent and looks hand-done but isn't. There's paper that is more receptive to letterpress printing than offset, more receptive to engraved than digital printing. So there's a lot of different um, stocks of weight, different feel, different characteristics that receive a certain type of process better than others, and, and they're available in, in every different color range, um, size, shape, lots of choices. Now, you know, we're, we're in the digital age and, and so much of what we do is online. And, you know, here it is, we're talking about, uh, traditional, uh, aspects of, of, of this business and, and going into a local stationer. But, you know, there may be people, you know, around the country that don't have access to what someone in a metropolitan area would have. And, and, and they don't have much of a choice but to do everything online. And that's not necessarily the worst thing in the world, right. but what are some things that, that you can offer um, our listeners in, in the way of guidance if if you have to order your invitations without actually physically touching them or, or, or working face-to-face with a stationer? Are there any guidelines that you could offer in that regard? There's a lot of wonderful websites where you actually can order online, and there are um, customer service departments that are accessible to you. Not all of them have customer service. It's really more of a transactional. You know, you think you know what you want. You pick it. You order it. It ships. Sometimes it arrives, and it's not what you anticipated. So my recommendation is to look for sites that have customer service accessible before you even engage a lot of time and effort into looking at the choices. I would first engage the customer service department to understand um, the kinds of services they can provide you and how accessible they'll be throughout every stage of the ordering process. Are, are there online retailers that send uh, samples, paper samples out and things like that so you could actually feel uh, a particular paper? Yes, and that's a great point. That's a question that absolutely should be raised with the customer service team because they will send that. They'll send the sample. They'll send the proof. Um, but not all of them do. Right. And, and I guess that would be an indication as to, um, you know, to look for a re- an online retailer that is willing to service you in that regard. Uh, you know, if they take it uh, important, then, then, you know, as important as you, um, I, I think that's, that's a good indicator of someone that you might want to, uh, to work with. Because I, I think they should try and make that experience as, as uh, comfortable as possible. And I, I think that, you know, carries through with, with anyone that you're going to work with. Definitely. On your wedding, but but certainly with, um, you know, with something like this, um, you know, you want to have that that customer service uh, contact there. Um, One of the things I always suggest is um, once you start receiving invitations for any kind of event, it can be a corporate event, it could be a wedding, it could be a bar mitzvah, save them so that you can then the ones you like, you can talk to the people who made the event and ask them who made it. 
because most of the time you're not going to see the manufacturer name on the back of the invitation. I mean, 99% of them won't do that. It kind of is day class A. Right. Um, but so, so that's, you know, develop your own sort of inventory of designs, paper choices, type, styles, um, printing techniques you like so that you have a little bit of a, you know, a sense of what, what you want to focus on. And then even if the, the choices of retailers are limited where, based on where you live. If you like the manufacturer, you can go to the manufacturer's website. Often they will have a retailer um, directory that is zip code based. And then you can put in the zip code, find somebody that's within driving distance, and aha. And now they're, they're closer than you thought. Face. Right, right. It's, it's just a matter of you. tracking them down. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you having been in the business for as long as you have and, and seen so many things, um, and, and I don't know if this, there's really an answer to this, but have you seen, like, what has gone out of style? What is done in terms of, of stationery? Is there anything, or is, or is it all a circle? Does, does what's go out of, what goes out of style eventually come back in style? Is there anything that is, is gone? Um, hard for me to say what's gone because I'm so young. But, <laughs> not really. Um, but I think I think color is one of those things that goes in and out of style. Right. And, and to, you know, there are the traditional silver and golds in wedding invitations, but there's a lot of very fashion-forward patterns, colors, um, different embellishments. Those kinds of things tend to be, they trend in, they trend out. Um, vellum, for instance, was very popular, say, five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. That was the sort of sheer overlay right. that was not imprinted or could be or maybe had a pattern on it that was an illusion that under which the printing was um, was was represented. Right. Maybe it was tied with a ribbon. Mm. Ribbon is still popular, but it's treated a little differently. And maybe grain was in and, and, and sort of that's moved away. Um, for the most part, because paper is so versatile um, and and such a personal choice, um, whatever you want, you can find a way to have it made. Right. Either through your own resourcefulness or by working closely with um, a person who knows the resources that are out there to get the job done. Right, right. Now, one of the things that I, I, I personally love about, about the National Stationery Show which is taking place uh, May 15th to the 18th, 2011, at the Jacob Javits Center in New York City. There are um, new products, and, and it's showcased. Well, we always highlight the best new product. The whole show is filled with new product. That's what makes it so exciting, and that's right. what really makes it a must-attend um, for, for retailers and, and other people who sell social stationery. But we do highlight the best of the new, and we put it in the lobby so that as buyers are meandering in the morning, getting ready to come to the show, but they want a little time to go through the directory, they want a little time to get a cup of coffee, it's a show preview. Mm-hmm. So it's a good way for exhibitors to get um, visibility off the show floor, and it's a real service to buyers. And we define it categorically so that, and that kind of goes with um, the way things trend in and trend out. We may close out a category um, and, and open a new one. Um, there is a wedding-specific category. There has been for many years and, and will continue because it's such an important life celebration represented in the show. That, so it's been around for the foreseeable yeah. or, well, 
the foreseeable past right. and the and the future. Yeah, I, I think it's that's important. Uh, it's a great right. I, I think it is too. You know, because uh, again, it's uh, um, to to be able to um, to to help direct people certainly and bring attention to what what as professionals we feel really needs to be elevated uh, to that point. So I, I think that's uh, that's a great um, great feature. Well, I mean, I, I'm looking forward again this year to to coming back and certainly having met you, and um, it'll be a a different experience certainly for us to be there. But but we're excited about uh, coming in and, and seeing, and and I now even as a guy have a much different perspective on things, and I think we'll um, we'll take um, a lot of things away from the show that I have been unable to in the past for lack of, of knowledge. So I thank you for, for helping me uh, so uh, come into the fold here, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> but uh, we've been chatting with uh, Patty Stracker, who is the show manager of the National Stationery Show uh, taking place in New York, May 15th to the 18th at the Jacob Javits Center. Um, Patty, thank you so much for being a part of this, and, and I'm sure all of our listeners will will come away with a wealth of information from what you've shared. Thank you. A true pleasure. Uh, if you have any questions for Patty or for, for any of us here at Wedding Podcast Network, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us. Our email address is feedback at the WPN.com. That's feedback at T-H-E-W-P-N.com. Or you can always call our listener hotline, which is 800-882-1259. You've been listening to Meet the Masters, only available on Wedding Podcast Network. I'm Robert Allen. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.